I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So irritating. You have any idea what it's like to have to stand to wank? We're back. This is episode 91 of Ready Player Two. I have to do this fast because I have to do it fast every single time because now I can see everybody's faces on the stream. I constantly screw the intro up. So I'm not going to redo this intro. So it doesn't matter how badly wrong it goes. This is what you've got to live with it. <laughs> All right? So if you fuck me up, right? If you make faces and do that thing, like Ross, like that face you're doing right now. Well, standard face. It's your regular face. <laughs> Same time. But they don't do any of that. So, right, hello! If you can see us, which you should be able to see us if you're amazing and you're in the Facebook um, stream right now. So this week we're trying something slightly different. And now for something slightly different. We are no longer streaming this week to Twitch. Only because we couldn't work out how to do it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> trying... <laughs> and uh, so we had a slight technical issue, which we decided to ignore. And now we are streaming to Facebook, which is great. And it's, exper- it's an experiment, which is fantastic. I am here, my name is Rich, you can find me on Twitter at ZEBWEN, and it's on the stream right there. Oh shit, it's reversed, I can't point at it properly. Um, we also have re- with us this week, Mr. Ross Fabelbach. Hello. Who I can't point at. This new application has got me backwards. This is really, really going to screw me over, this is no good. Um, we also have Mr. Lewis Knight. Hello. And you need to say something. You need I forgot, audio... I forget, I forget. That <laughs> primary primary audio component. Yeah. If you sign all the way through this podcast, <laughs> yeah, it is really going to screw up the audio component of this thing. Like, It's but, not going to make any sense. So can we have a show of hands who can read the British Sign Language? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. Uh, yeah, there I'm we gonna go. Need, That's gonna I'm going to sp- need subtitles. <laughs> I can probably do like, is that something or... <laughs> Those are the best I've got. We also have Miss L. <laughs> Hi. There we go. I've introduced everybody. That's good. Okay, this is a good start. We've got there. How is everybody doing? It's been a little while since we last spoke, and it's been not all that long since we released the last podcast because it took a little while to edit, which is fine. So, are we all good? Marvelous. Yeah, all good. Yes. Marvelous and fantastic. Have we been playing new amazing cutting edge games? Mm. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, actually, yes, I have. Quite. Yeah, I, I did like lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have. I I played a game that came out in the last, well, at least in the last couple of months. Cool. So here's the problem. I can't remember what I spoke about on the last podcast, <laughs> which is almost <laughs> always an issue for me. But that's Shoot, not too much. Shooting of a Nazis and going for milkshakes with L. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did see true. that out of context. And I did quote. the thing. 
I did the thing. I said I was going to do a thing, and I did it. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jeez. What, what the hell? Do? The thing. The thing that I said I was going to do. The milkshake thing. Do you, know what, thing. Ha- did do you, you not know what happened on the last podcast, Del? Yeah, but you do said you not... that you were going to play a game with me, and that's not happened. I know. I, I didn't play a game. No, I never said I was going to play a game with you. <laughs> Go Awkward. back to that podcast. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Did I? Right. Okay. So, <laughs> an addendum. Uh, yep. That game that you said you were going to play with L isn't mm-hmm. actually out yet. So. Okay. Right. So. Here we go. In summary, fuck you, L. <laughs> <laughs> I right. will play that game with you, you when it fucking comes out. All right. You're still wrong. Don't get off my back. <laughs> so. Never. I definitely said. I it's definitely said I was going to do something here. else though. So. I'm I definitely said, I was... said you were going to play uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, yes. the milkshake yes. was going to bring all the boys to the yard. That was going to bring all the boys to the yard. Okay, so I'm, so evidently we're doing me first, which is fine. You're the host. It's kind of up to you, isn't it? Uh, so I, dry, I, I mean, I've got to be honest, I did steer <laughs> it in that direction. So, <laughs> so I did play Wolfenstein. I played Wolfenstein New Colossus, yes. which is not the latest one that isn't out yet. It's the other one that came out that Ross told me to play because fucking fingers that Ross told me to play because he said it was really really good yes so I played it oh god it is not really really good Uh, it's great it is in fact somewhere the opposite of really really good Uh. and do you know what I get it I get why people like it but (coughs) uh, it felt like enormous cutscene it felt like enormous patriotic American like if you blended America and yeah. put that in a milkshake <laughs> and then force fed it to me I would imagine <laughs> this is what it would taste like so my new favourite uh, descriptor for America something that is American is violently American <laughs> this is it oh and this is really violently American and like even more so not that I've got a problem with being American I'd just like to point that out I do have a problem with Nazis but and they they have the a problem with Nazis. Opinions, I, mean, I think it's okay to have a problem with Nazis nowadays. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm necessarily picking on a minority group, although they are a minority. I feel like I'm getting off piece. the 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 point here is, is that so if you if you could take if you squoze a load of very manly Americans, right, and then blended them, and you got like Patriot juice, and then you had this lovely cup of Patriot Jeez. juice, if, and then simmered it lightly. Over, we're fighting Nazi righteousness. For yeah? 18 hours. That, yeah. I'm taking uh, this rest Then of the you would get this pungent and potent broth. Like a jus. That essentially, like a jus. Yeah? Like a, pa- <laughs> like a, a per- I feel this is getting away from me a bit. It, it's, that is this game. The, it, and it just, it feels like I am getting constantly, my eyes are being constantly ejaculated into by all this American patriotism and righteous Nazi punching. And forget about the fact that the rest of the game is pretty good, right? So the, the, the actual shooting and the, the running around and stuff like that, that kind of stuff is pretty good. The only thing that did piss me off slightly was I thought that the game was relatively linear, like you, you like Doom. You run along, you shoot some stuff, and then you turn right, and you shoot some more stuff, and then you turn no. left, and you shoot some more stuff. It's not like that. I didn't no. realise. <laughs> and I got really turned around, like really, really lost. And... I didn't like that. Like, I felt like my all of my preconceptions were being challenged. And then you get on this airship, 
and you have to walk around this airship and you have to talk to people and stuff like that and I just do you know what I just didn't enjoy it very much I don't know what it was exactly like it didn't feel like a particularly good shooter it didn't feel like a particularly good FPS the cutscenes felt like they were poorly acted but like they didn't know that they were acting poorly like it was <laughs> perfectly fine like everything's normal um, it, just, I just, it just didn't click with me I don't know why it just didn't click with me which is dumb because I loved the previous Wolfenstein game the Return to Castle Wolfenstein just didn't yeah. get this one do you know what I thought? Um, whatever the the first of the remakes of Wolfenstein, it was a chore to play. I re- I liked it. I guess because it was it felt different. But I think after Doom, after the remake of Doom, yeah, I mm-hmm. think I was expecting something different from this, and it wasn't what I got. Which is okay. Not every game is made for me. That's fine. But this particular game, I just didn't. Returns to Castle Wolfstein came out in 2001. That is an old-ass game now. It's not an old-ass game. It's like a mid-life game for me. That game (laughs) can now legally drink. (laughs) (laughs) That game can now legally drink. (laughs) Look, I can't point at a specific thing that I really didn't like about this game, apart from the fact that the cutscenes are too long for a a shooter, in my opinion. It felt like it it could have done with more... Uh, like in-game uh, set pieces rather than flat-out cutscenes. I got turned around far too many times. I didn't feel like the level design was... It was neither linear enough nor open-world enough for me to really get my head around what was going on. It was very beautiful. It was really nice. I didn't particularly like the shooting mechanics all that much, and I found the guns really complicated. But other than that, it was okay. It wasn't die. It's not the worst game I've ever played by far, but it just didn't... It didn't tickle my dickle. That was <laughs> <laughs> Did not do that. So I'm sorry, Russ. And look, I said I was going to try it. That's but, fine. And I tried it, and it's just... Whoa, you went very high-pitched there. It's fine. Are you disappointed? Honestly, Are you okay? No, it's fine. I feel Spoiler like I've let you down. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. I've, I've heard fine. that. I've heard the, the it's fine in that tone. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The pitch was all off for, for fine. Like, that's fine, and this was where that was. It was way up there. Um, no, okay. All right, good. All right, so that's that. That's that game. I am still going to play the next one because the next one looks really cool. Yeah. But my worry now is what turned me on to the next game and the trailers and everything were the cutscenes. So I saw they, they brought out a video that had like... You were literally just moaning about the cutscenes. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what had me thinking that the newer game, the game that hasn't yet come out, looks really cool is because I saw some cutscenes from it and I thought they look really cool. And now that I've witnessed the cutscenes firsthand in a game that I would much rather be playing than watching cutscenes, I'm sitting there now <coughs> thinking, actually, I'm not so sure I may have gone off this ever so slightly. Um, all right, that's it. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about my thing. That wasn't Confused, really Jimmy. Win- I'm not a normal human. I'm a normal, normal person. Right. A normal so, boy. Such conviction. Everybody, why does everybody go high pitched when I say things today? Right. Look, fine. Fuck you, Ross. You can talk about your thing now. Go ahead. I play prey, and as Lewis warned me, it was shit. <laughs> you watched the stream. There was a double warning here. It it was awful. Like so, I played the original. Pray. Yeah, so like one and two, they were good games. I like them. I never knew they made a sequel. I think they made a sequel. Yeah, they they were good. They were completely different to this though. This new one just didn't make any sense. It handled I... like a fucking load of shit. So I watched you play in the stream for a bit, where you were like swinging at, at, Bag at of dark spanners. cloud babies. <laughs> Literally, a spanner shooting a gun that kind of froze things, but didn't really freeze them for long enough to go and hit them with your other weapons. It took so long to switch weapons. 
So this is not a sequel. This is a remake or a reimagining of the what, like 2006 game Prey. Yes, three sixty on there. Uh, and it <coughs> came out on PC as well, but I might be wrong. Anyway, and and that was all about you were some like Native American Indian, and you were in a casino, I think, at the time, and aliens attack, and they're like weird little little uh, uh, like I don't know what they are, like dark cloud things, like misty misty jobs, and yeah. they attack, and then also there's portals. And like no, I didn't never really understood why there were portals, but there were some portals, and it was kind of cool. And you could go through the portals, and you you shot some missed babies, and everything seemed okay. I never really got massively into it, and now this is a total reimagining of a game that nobody really wanted reimagining. Yeah, yeah, and f- for good reason. After playing it, it <laughs> it's just really bad. It, it's it, weird because I've seen some people give it really high praise and they've said that they they thoroughly enjoy it and they think it's an excellent game and I'm like mm. we must have been playing a different game because I thought <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit might be a it, game <coughs> did anyone play Dishonored? yeah I didn't no. like that either yeah exactly it felt like Dishonored it it, it felt yeah. like a PC game that a PC first person shooter that had been just ported onto an Xbox it didn't handle it handles like Half-Life it doesn't handle like Call of Duty or like uh, one of those sort of first person shooters see there's quite a lot of these and actually it works the other way around as well when the, when you can tell a game has been created for console mm. and then it's ported over to PC and it just doesn't feel right yeah. like the, the, the movement mechanics and the, and all, everything just doesn't feel like it's moving in the right way um, the way the buttons were keyed didn't make sense because yeah. the, the thing is like loads of people liked um, Dishonored right Dishonored yeah. is a very very popular game Dishonored 2 even more so I think um, so uh, there's a market for this kind of game the kind it's just possibly not us <laughs> and we've got a, we've got a very eclectic mix of people. In fact, we have possibly got the most eclectic mix of people that could possibly ever play games in in here, apart from possibly the uh, the whole handheld gaming crowd, I guess. The like, mobile phone games. Three of you apart. own switches. <laughs> no, I meant like more mobile phones, like casual games oh, yeah. and that kind of uh, stuff. I play casual games. I just yeah, don't talk about them. Good. Okay. Like the, the Fuck you, I'm going to talk about a casual game later. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not going to allow it. <laughs> I'm not going to allow it. I'm hosting this. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking You're not our real dad. You can't control us. <laughs> you're not the host of me. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's in the same game pass. I wouldn't bother wasting the, the download time of like 70 gigs. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's free, but don't bother. Oh, right. exactly. It's not worth the free time. <laughs> yeah, especially if you sign up for the three months for a one pound deal that we've got at the minute. There's so much more better stuff you can play. I watched you play this for a very short amount of time on the stream on Twitch, and essentially, I watched probably 15 minutes of Ross going. <sighs> <laughs> oh no! I've, I've got to go around this corner. Then have I? Oh look, there's a thing. Yep. <sighs> it was like it was like a twenty minute sigh. That is, <laughs> that's essentially what I did when I because I played the demo, um, and that's essentially what I did the the entire time. Yeah, Which I streamed the game for sorry. one hour and forty-four minutes. Um, about an hour and thirty-four of those minutes of me playing Apex after I gave up on Prey. <laughs> okay, so look, if we've got anybody in the chat that's played Prey and liked it, or even if you didn't like it, <coughs> tell us. We want to know what's going on because we've like we're dicking on some games today. This isn't going so well. So has anybody got a game that they liked? Yes, I said this from <laughs> right? the start. Don't sound so surprised that I'm asking. Uh, this was like a segue. All right, I'm not supposed <laughs> to know everything. 
If I could read your fucking mind, I wouldn't even need you there. I'd just talk <laughs> about shit for you. <laughs> I'd already told you that I've got a game that I enjoyed. Go on, then. You talk about your game. Good grief. I'm just going to sit here. Good. I'm going to talk a bit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to talk a bit. Um, <laughs> so, Rich, you went to Rest a couple of weeks ago. I did. I did. Uh, you came back with some recommendations, one of which I picked up. Well, actually, Good. one of which I got a key for, um, which was Far Lone Sail, um, and it is excellent, and I played it through in one go. Good. Um, it's a kind of grayscale, but with hints of, like, color, um, yep. just red, um, and it's a really interesting, I don't know, it's like a weird take on Limbo or that sort of platform. It's very weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's very weird. The only thing that I could liken it to at the time was Journey. Yes. It's got that kind of okay. feel to it. Okay? So, it, like, I guess it's a side-scroller, but Lewis, do you want to just explain, like, what the game is? Because the game doesn't do a very good job of explaining what it is before you play it, does it? Oh, uh, I, I played it twice, played it through twice now, and I still haven't got a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no I've idea. St- I have no idea what the story is about. You pretty much start off... As a little dude, you look like the little dude from Journey, but it plays more like uh, Limbo. Um, There is no dialogue, there is no on-screen text, and you literally just travel from left to right. And that's the game. And that's essentially it. it. (laughs) It's so weird. So (laughs) I said, now the podcast that I I spoke about this on, I'm not sure ever came out, did it? You didn't speak about it. Oh, did I not? Eight, we I think it was. I think it was episode. We haven't recorded. We not really spoken about that. Right. No. Okay. Fine. So, this <clears> was. Um, I sat down at EGX Rest. Have I not spoken about EGX Rest on a pod? I, do you know what? I cannot no. remember what's going. Okay. Right. So I might talk about that again in a bit. But um, I, um, I sat down to play this, and it was one of these things where there was a game next to it that I wanted to play, and somebody was on that game. And uh, I saw this thing, and I was like, nobody was sat at it. And I thought, it's a, it's a side-scrolling. It's a, it's a platformer, right? But sort of, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll have a play. And like 25 minutes later, I'm still sat at this <laughs> thing. And I, I look around and I think, oh, shit. I didn't <laughs> and I realised that I played like most of the game <laughs> or a massive chunk of the game. Well, like the whole... <laughs> so, <clears throat> so there's an achievement for finishing the game in about 90 minutes. Okay. Um, Which you did, didn't you? Uh, no, I think I did it in just over 100 because I cocked oh. up a couple of bits. Oh. But, um, yeah, so that's... You probably played nearly a third of the, the game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> not far off that. And I, do you know what? I just played it and I thought, God, I really like this. Like, I really like this. Yeah. Weirdly. And, um, yeah, I just... It was brilliant. It was really entertaining. And it's like... It's one of those things where you can't really describe why you like it. I can't even really describe what it is. No, so to point to kind of clarify, you don't just kind of run across the map or run from left to right. You you get a a car that you have to manage, and a your car also has sails. Yeah, and you have to manage the entire running of of your vessel. It's it's kind of like have you ever seen that really weird film, uh, the 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 machines one. Whether the cities are machines, 
Mortal hey. Engines. Mortal Engines, that yeah. one. It's like that, but it's a tinier version. Mm. And you, you've basically got to like run this whole thing, and you've got to pick up fuel and feed the engine, and it's got loads of little buttons all over it, and one of them feeds the engine's fuel, and one of them makes the thing go, and one of them puts the sails up and puts the sails down, and another one puts an anchor down to make the brake go, and, and the game gives you none of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing to you whatsoever. You you kind of rock up to a, a checkpoint, I suppose, in part of it, and then it just gives you a new feature. So it gives yeah. you a welder, a welding gun, uh, to do repairs uh, on your vessel. And I'm like, right, okay. So what what the fuck do I do with this then? <laughs> yep. I was running around squirting water at shit for ages. No idea what I was supposed to be doing. Didn't yeah. know what was happening. Yeah. Put the sails up, kept bumping into a wall. Everything, it was just, it's just nice. It's a nice, like the music's really good, the landscape is excellent, the gameplay is really good, it's very straightforward, it doesn't bog itself down with unnecessary gameplay. It knew, or it knows what it wants to be. And it didn't overreach. That was my feeling of it anyway. Yeah. It knows what it wants to be. They decided they wanted to make a short game with beautiful landscapes, great background music, and a very simple but engaging play style where you just get where you need to go. And it's puzzly to an extent, but it's kind of resource managey and platformy and it yeah. just it feels good. It feels nice. And it's just a tiny little thing. It's only I don't think it's very expensive even. But it's definitely worth playing. It's so strange, but watch the videos. It's definitely worth playing, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't recommend it more. Like, to the point where I would happily go back and kind of play it through a, thir- a third time. A yeah. third time. Um, That's really good. It's, I really it's only, got that. It's only like, it's a couple of hours if you're kind of taking it all in. You're not trying to rush it or speed run it. And... Yeah, it, it's just, it's really nice to play. The, I mean, there was one really infuriating bit that I, so you have to, you get to like a railway yard um, and your vessel is attached to this uh, track and there's one of the old timey carts that you have to lift up and lift the handle up and down. Oh yeah. Like but it's only one, it's only one side of it. So you basically, you have to jump up and down and that makes it move and it pulls your car through but i didn't realize that so i spent ages burning through all of my fuel <laughs> trying to push this car out of the way yeah. and i was like there must be an easier way of doing this so and then i found out oh actually you can jump on the spring thing and it it moves the car yeah. and i was like oh for fuck's sake so. <laughs> i didn't get that far i was like eventually i had to stand up i was just like yeah, that's kind of cool. And just, like, walk off. <laughs> I wasn't playing the whole game. It was fine. Okay, brilliant. Look, I... Th- so that game is called Far Lone Sales. I mean, it's like Far colon Lone Sales or something like yeah. that. But if, look, if you're interested in something new, if you enjoy Journey, if you like a side... Uh, like a, a, a kind of puzzly platformer that's quite cathartic and just nice to play... I, I hate calling things nice, but it's nice. It's a nice game. <laughs> yeah. Then then try it. Then give it a go. So All right, brilliant. This came out in uh, May last year. You can get it on PS4, Xbox One, uh, Windows, and uh, Mac OS. And it's 12.50 on Xbox, but it's probably going to be about the same on other platforms. So, yeah, I haven't def- checked that actually. Definitely worth playing. Worth a go. And 
as you know, you can complete the game in an hour and 30 minutes. So you can always refund it on Steam afterwards. I didn't say that. <laughs> but, but definitely don't do that. because no. Don't do that. That's Support really, the developers. That's a really that's a dicky thing to do. Dickish thing to do, Richard. <laughs> Only do that if you don't like the game or it doesn't work properly. That's the reason that it exists, right? Okay, fine. L. Hi. Hi. <laughs> don't, look at, don't look at my skirt. <laughs> we... <laughs> you need to talk about a thing. I do. And I'm at the cutting edge of weird. I have a game okay. that came out on the 11th of March this year. Okay. So, we're going to do a little preface here. I don't know if any of you know <laughs> the developer uh, Script Welder. Script Welder. Uh, used to do like free games on Newgrounds, which is no, uh, no, no? Uh, no. I, I have a terrible Newgrounds habit. Hooray for weird games! <laughs> you um, go to that section of Newgrounds, don't you? <laughs> so we know. <laughs> There's um, Scriptwalder used to. Well, I say used to. He's now continued it. He did a bunch of games called Don't Escape, um, and he did three. They're all free to play on Newgrounds. I'm pretty sure they'll still be there. Um, so please go check them out. But I rather enjoyed them. Um, and I thought he fell off the edge of the world. Um, and he, he didn't output any games for, for quite some time. But he's come out with a new one and it's on Steam. And it cost me 11 of my earthly pounds. <laughs> Don't Escape 4, which is the fourth game in his Don't Escape series. That's um, how I title games in uh, Game Dev Tycoon stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's I I I will hold my hands up. I love pixel games right now, um, and uh, which is far and away from what I used to be. But um, it's like a point and click adventure, but it's also survivally kind of thing. Um, a point and click survival game. Yeah, basically. Like Discworld with peril. <laughs> so much peril. Um, so four days in a wasteland. Um, your your aim of the game is to survive. Um, you can go and uh, explore for resources, which is really cool. Uh, you have a, a, a certain amount of time um, given to you on each day that you can utilize to perform activities like. Um, bolstering your shelter or travelling to new areas to try and find more resources to make sure that your shelter is prepared for whatever the fuck is coming at you um, Sounds I a bit was... like sheltered uh, That was that pixely one that you played at EGX like a couple of years ago, right? I mm. remember that, vaguely, at the back of my you head You had a family in a vault That's in the game pass you had to, like, yeah. Send them out and do stuff and you get grandma killed if she didn't do the right shit Yeah, frankly served her right Poor grandma um, oh fuck it, she's got to earn a key <laughs> um, I think parts of this game are randomised Because I've been speaking to someone else who's played it And uh, he got bugs And I got giant spiders uh, That I had to fend off um, It seems unfair, right? I know Did like, you get normal sized bugs? bugs? Like bug sized bugs? I, have no I thought you meant game bugs then <laughs> yeah, I, think <laughs> you meant I had to fend off the bugs with a wrench <laughs> Um, I have, I have fix really... that code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually really enjoyed this, uh, and I would very much recommend. I think it's well worth uh, the eleven quid uh, expenditure that I put through. Which is okay. So, what was the name of this again? Uh, Don't escape. Four Don't escape days four. in the wasteland. Don't escape 
four. Um, oh. I, I, I loved his previous games. Um, I still need to play uh, through like the deep sleep stuff. Um, but those are also free, so I can enjoy them at my leisure. This, um, this looks almost identical to uh, Sheltered. <gasps> Was it stolen? Did they we'll steal it? We'll have to play it and see. The thing is, so many games look exactly the same. Um, you so. get like a, a little report at the end of your night, and you're just like, uh, you get like a report of, oh, you managed to seal the windows, <laughs> which stopped 15 of the giant spiders um, from entering the house. Um, you you equipped yourself that, with a shotgun, and you took down like 20. A, sounds like a really shitty version of the Generation game. Here's what could have <laughs> killed you. <laughs> I'm into that. Oh, no, that's an that. amazing version of the Generation game. I would watch that. <laughs> if they took all of the regular Generation game contestants and put, like, bomb collars on them. Follow me here, follow me here. This has gone then... extreme! <laughs> <laughs> like, come on down! And people are like, no, fuck off. I don't want it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm alright. Alright, okay. So this is, like, how... Like, I've got to be honest, Al. Yeah. This does, on the weirdometer... Yeah. On L's weirdometer, it's, and maybe it's not I'm desensitized. Weird. Like maybe I've been become desensitized to this now, right? Yeah. But this is no like baby flail. This no, is no. It's this not is no pigeon pigeons. dating. It's no. not dating pigeons. No. This um, is not up there with the weirdest shit you've ever come out with. <laughs> so disappointed. Someone needs to make more. They do. <laughs> Are you feeling like you've got through it all? Are you feeling like there is no? There is no um, more like normal weird stuff because this is how a bad habit. I don't know if starts. I've talked about um, Simulcra. Simulcra. I don't know if I've talked about. Is this that another one. game? Yeah, this is a this is a different game. No, you've had one. Stop it. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about it. Um, okay, we we can talk about that in a minute. You're allowed to talk about that in a minute. I'm not. This isn't peer pressure, L. This isn't me forcing you to talk about weirder and weirder stuff until eventually your head implodes. No, That's I'm not. I'm, I'm basically like. I'm like, I'll go weird. Like, you're, you're like, yeah, whatever, man. I'll go, I'll go as weird as you need I mean, me to. I can, I you can just try. keep pushing me. Let's see how, see where they go. <laughs> I can try and search for them. But um, okay. yeah, this this has just come out recently. Um, I really enjoyed his previous games. Um, it's good. It's good. Okay. <laughs> right. It's good. That's the end of it. It right. So it does kind of look like. Is it? You said it's like eleven pounds, right? Yeah. Does this look eleven pounds to anybody else? Then again, I spend fifteen pounds on loads of weird indie games. Like, is one to three available for free on Newgrounds? Yeah. Start go there. go and play them, and then see if you try them. Uh, and if you like yeah. them, then you can go for the pay for version. You can invest. There but, you go. See. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, see. Right. I am going to talk about a game. Again. <gasps> I am, in fact, going to talk about three games. After I just stopped L from talking about two. <laughs> and I'm not going to do them all at once, because that would be unfair. But. So, I've been banging on for weeks and weeks and weeks about both Apex Legends and Division. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, you have. I have, and I've been banging on about these things for weeks, and I'm still playing both of them quite a lot. <laughs> However, I have now got to a point where I can quite, quite comfortably say that I'm basically at the end of life for both of these games and I need to deliver a conclusion and then leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> wow. Okay? So this is like the end of my thesis. 
I feel like I've gone through this like rolling wave of emotions with both of these games for a little while. So, conclusion for Division 2. It is an amazingly well put together, technically adept game with bugs that is absolutely nowhere near as good as the first game. <laughs> and there you go. Do, do, do we need to discuss that or can no, we just leave it there? I don't feel I, don't cool. think, I think it's okay to leave it there. Next. Uh, that was so um, it's it's like it's like they uh, they decided that the end game was the most important part of the game because they fucked it up with the first game, so they concentrated all of what? their efforts on the end game. And Isn't that what they pretty much the did with the first game? Yeah. Well. Yeah. <coughs> so that, but they've ignored the story in this game. Like I could not name a single character. Like the irritating woman and the irritating dude, and that those are the only two that I can remember. And there's a president who you rescue, fucks off in a helicopter, and then mysteriously, like two missions later, disappears. And then you never see him again. The whole thing is so... The story is so unrewarding. It's unbelievable. The game is technically nice. But it is missing a ton of stuff that the first game had. The destructibility of items in the game is lacking massively. It used to be so amazingly dynamic when you were shooting loads of stuff in the world. And shit was flying all over the place and exploding and all the rest of it. And they've almost completely got rid of that in this game. To the point where in so many places there are very, very bright spotlights that are shining directly in your face and you cannot see a goddamn thing now in the first game that wasn't a problem you just shoot the light right bang light's gone problem solved you cannot do that in this game you can't shoot the lights out so you are just constantly fucking blinded by these things and it is very frustrating excellent that's it. Division 2 done I will never speak of this game again until next week so then so when I said to you, do we need to elaborate on that, or can we move on? You didn't on? need to, but I felt like I was... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He felt you know it's like You don't, need, don't, don't feel like you need to chime in on this, but you can if you want to. Um, so then the other one is Apex. Apex built up a massive, massive head of steam, uh, and it was really good, and the game is still just as good as it always was, and everybody was quite excited about the Battle Pass, and the Battle Pass was so bad that they have now lost 75% of their viewership on Twitch. 75%. Considering that this was at one point the most streamed game on Twitch for a flash in the pan moment, they have somehow managed to absolutely obliterate all of that momentum and fuck it right down the drain. It's still a very good game. They've not ruined the game in any meaningful way. They've just ponderously squandered the, the momentum that they've managed to build, build up and it feels very disappointing. And also, if you've bought the Battle Pass, sorry because it is bad. Did you buy the Battle Pass? You did! Ross put his hand up. By the way, for those of you who are listening on the audio-only <laughs> component podcast, of this podcast, yeah. Ross put his hand up there. I'm just going to have to describe all of your actions. <laughs> um, L's looking bored. Lewis is having a drink. <laughs> you bought the Battle Pass, and are you happy with your purchase? Yeah, it's all right. It does... Um, really? Yeah, I mean, nothing in it is worth the money I've paid for it. But it <laughs> wasn't that expensive. The <laughs> That's usually the qualifier of a happy purchase. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't worth the money that I spent on it, but yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all just cosmetic stuff and like banners for how many kills you get and new gun weapon skins and stuff. Like it's it's all kind of fairly See that inconsequential stuff. I was gonna say that'd be totally wasted on me because I never get kills. Unless it's like a death banner. <laughs> There is a death banner. Oh, like is that? You can actually, yeah, yeah, number of times <coughs> you up or something like that. Like yeah. number of times somebody shafted you. Uh, right. Okay. Cool. Right up the hole. Yeah, there is that. 
Um, you have to through. earn it, though. <laughs> you have to <laughs> unlock it, right? By killing people. What? I got it through EA Access because I'm a EA Access member. So I got like a 10% discount on it. So it was like £7.19, which is still kind of quite highly priced, but it's still it's not a huge amount of money, is it? Meh. 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 So, look, long story short. Sorry, carry on. I was going to say, it's not. no, it's not that much. It's what, a couple of beers? Mm. Yeah, a couple of beers. And that's the, that's, that's the thing you got. Like I was saying about the £11 thing, that's like half a pint in London, right? <laughs> so £11 for a game is not so bad. That's okay. Yeah. Um, look, Apex Legends, it's still an amazing game. In my opinion, the game's still solid. It's fantastic. I really, really enjoy it. I played it for the first time this weekend. I've just noticed that Natalie's joined the chat as well. Hello, Natalie. I was at Natalie's house this weekend, and I played Apex Legends for the first time on... Uh, an Xbox, and it is Ooh. a completely different game. It is a completely different game on Xbox to what it is on PC. It's like, a, it's like a half speed. It is literally like playing the game at half speed. That is potentially a combination of the fact that I do think that they've slowed the game down slightly to accommodate uh, clunky, clunky pad hands, but also I, I have terrible clunky pad hands. Like, I cannot aim. <laughs> I cannot aim at people with the pad. So Yeah, I can't either. Turn I the sensitivity mouse. up. No, it's not that. It's that, it's that my thumb uh, doesn't work properly. The uh, Natalie's son, Sam, he was like, fucking, this is really easy. Look at this. We're just killing loads of people. I couldn't work it. I could not work out the pad at all. So, look, Apex Legends, still an amazing game. Lost an awful lot of momentum. I've got a horrible feeling that Fortnite is going to, or probably already has taken way back over as the premier fucking uh, Battle Royale game in the world, which it does not deserve. But there well, you it's go. taken all of Apex's ideas, isn't it? <laughs> if you listen to any Fortnite fanboys and you shouldn't ever listen to fanboys of any flavour especially Fortnite fanboys because they are not of an old enough age to have an opinion but <laughs> but uh, if you listen to Fortnite fanboys Fortnite uh, fanboys will tell you that uh, they had Fortnite had all of these ideas already in the bag like they were they were right on the edge of releasing them before uh... Apex came out and, and the Apex coming out just kind of proved to them that the idea worked and they pushed it into life, which is like 100% not true. Guarantee you that's not true. But there you go. Right, that's the end of, of Division of Fortnite. And, and I, will, I will, unless something really big happens in either of those games, I will try not to talk about them anymore. But I've been playing both of them a lot. I still enjoy them very much, but there are problems with both of them. Okay, that's it. And I've got another game that I want to talk about, but I'm not going to do it right now. We need to move to somebody else. Um, <clears throat> is there, there was a... What was that? A, a L'Oreal moment there, L. <laughs> what's the what's the thing happening? It was an exclamation. It was that was an ex. That's your exclamation <laughs> wobble. Exclamation. I didn't realise it was an exclamation wobble. It's like sign language, but just with your face. Yeah. I like it. All right. Okay. Hello, Simon. In the chat, we're about to move to somebody else. Um. So who do we want? Who wants to speak about game? L. Oh, oh, your point. You're nominating. I'm, somebody. I'm nominating Ross. Ross. <laughs> Ross needs to talk about a thing. Okay. Ross, talk about a thing. Uh, I've played Vampire. Oh, yes. Or Vampire. Vampire. Yeah, V A M P Y R. Is he yeah. Russian? No, he's, well, he's very, very English. Oh. He looks Russian. Yeah. Why not say that? Yeah. People look Russian. <laughs> Is that okay? Just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to beep it out anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, he's much worse. He looks. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I have never looked worse than when you guys beat me out on the podcast. The unnecessary censorship of me makes me look so bad. Or taking quotes out of context. I never have looked as bad. There is very little with me that if you take some kind of context out of the equation, I very easily look terrible. Uh Very bad indeed. Okay, Vampire. So he looks Russian, but he's very English. Very English, yeah. His name is Dr. Dr. Jonathan Reed. Uh, he okay. comes back to London after the Great War, which I'm assuming is the First World War. Uh, so it's set in 1920-ish, 1918, 1920, something like that. That would be the First World War, Ross. That would be Chronologically. Uh, the game starts with him waking war. up in a mass grave. Um, but he obviously wakes up as a vampire, overwhelmed for his, his bloodlust, basically. Um, the first person he sees, he, he just sees in this like blurry haze. Like a vampire vision, I suppose it is, and then um, vampire vision. He, uh, he <laughs> I vampire like the vision. idea of vampire vision, um, like Assassin's Creed. Everyone but he just sees, snacks. he just sees, yeah, he just sees steaks everywhere. <laughs> ah, okay. uh, yes, yeah, so obviously you can't see who it is, and he kills her. He oh no, not blood. steaks. That's his sister. Spoilers, by the way. But it's the first minute of the game, so fuck you. It's too late, L. I'll be honest. They didn't really make that big a jump because in the guy that wrote or was in the original Dracula called Dr. Jonathan Harker. Mm. So they're not not really being that imaginative. To be honest, there's not a lot imaginative about the whole vampire circle, really, is there now? No, No, it's quite a closed draftler. The law is in place, isn't it? But I've played for about three or four hours. I've not really got too far into it, but it's one of those um, choice-based games like I think Walking Dead where okay. but where these these kind of choices actually matter so like you can choose to kill people uh, or let them go because you, you, you're, you're a doctor you're trying to cure this disease okay. um, that you have but you're also trying you've got the bloodlust the entire time of so you kind of got a way up do you kill this person to level up or do you let them leave and uh, so you're like Dexter a better person? yeah almost exactly yeah that's a perfect analogy actually it's for four hours that I've played so far. It's I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. The is, is it point and click? No, it's sorry, Elf. Full on. Um, best way to describe it is like Mass Effect. It's got the uh, the wheel of Radio. conversation. I'm in. Yeah. There's no mandibles, Elf. It's vampires. But I don't care. Think, you have to speak to people, <laughs> and you pick up hints about other people, and you can. That leads to you kind of being able to gain special abilities and stuff. So yeah, it's what quite, hints? What? It, Oh, did you hear about Sally over there? Exactly. She's got blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, they talk about certain things about certain character. She's got fucking loads of it. Have you seen the size of her? <laughs> Twinkies all day, that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's good fun from what I've played so far. I just want to play some more. See, I'll see where Can it you goes. just drain people a bit? Can you like... Well, when you get into combat, you, snack on them. you what, have just to like, bite your ability. Just a little tap them you like a beer barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's something that you'd say to somebody in a club now, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Would you like me to tap you like a beer barrel? <laughs> go, to the, go to the OAP's home. Mm, wonderful vintage. <laughs> 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 um, I have an important question to ask. Okay. Okay. Have you, have you been a good vampire or a bad vampire? I've been good. He so drinks far. people's blood. No, I've been good so far. How okay. can you be good? Well, he um, needs to survive. He, uh, I don't know whether the blood supplies are pretty good in hospitals in the 1920s or whether he wants to begin his life of stealing blood. Everyone's he could just fucking... go straight to the source. Everyone's got the plague. 
Like, yeah. the, no. I can't imagine, can't imagine the blood's that good. Or Everyone's cold. Also, it's Everyone's on horses. You so. are right, Lewis. It was a bad year for blood. When you travel to a different part of London, it tells you how healthy the, the kind of the residents are. So, oh my god, where your like, hospital is, they're they're kind of they're they're healthy, but there's like the the slums where everyone's diseased, and you don't really want to okay, drink. Like babies around here, not going to be drinking anyone in these parts. So, the best thing that you could possibly do to avoid vampire sucking mm-hmm. is to like get the clap. <laughs> Just as a yeah, like that. Oh, that's messed up the whole edit now. That's messed up the whole edit. The so, oh my gosh. it's it's like uh, World War Z, right? Yeah. Where where old Brad Pitt went off and gave himself God knows what, so that the zombies couldn't see him. But it's it's similar to that. Yeah. Only with yeah, scabrous things. I just prefer to arm myself with all manner of sharp wooden implements. What, rather than get the clap? Yes. <laughs> I've got to be honest, the clap sounds easier. <laughs> in your um, in your story in the game, you'll be, you're, you're trying to figure out how to cure this thing. You're being helped by a, uh, a priest who uses a cross, obviously, to um, control you. Like He just holds it up and you just freeze, basically. Okay. And then you Pretty sure that's shit. not how that works. <laughs> in the game, it does. <laughs> That's, what, that's how it works in regular churches. You just see the old people, like fucking deer in the headlights. Also, Shit! What if the vampire isn't, you know, Judeo-Christian? It's just like... Mm. What if he's an atheist well, yeah. vampire, L? I mean, that raises a, a good point. Like, what about atheist vampires? Or... or just uh, turn around and say, get dicked, son. I'm a, I'm yeah. I feel like, I feel num, like num, maybe num, we're, num. Picking, we're picking yeah. nits out of a mythology here. Sorry. That largely revolves around people being immortal and drinking other people's blood. And like, if you're going to have a problem, I don't really think that their religion is is the thing to pick at, is it? I feel like or maybe it is. I mean, we're it, asking the important questions. We're asking the deep questions. <laughs> we're now, asking right? the questions that no one else is asking. So, vampire yeah. is not a Russian guy, even though he looks slightly Russian. He's very British, and he's trying to heal the, the vampire stuff that's going on with him. He may or may not be religious, but we're but he doesn't like crosses particularly. But we're not judging him for it. We're not judging him for that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's drinking people and checking, like he's a doctor, so presumably he's checking to see if they've got the clap first, and then going clear. Um, good though, right? Going to yes. town on them like a big old Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> He's a modern vampire, though, so he's got, like, a cardboard straw, which is really <laughs> irritating because he's got to keep changing it every time. What a metal, metal one. one. Yeah, a metal one would be easy. Ah, uh, aluminium and straw, then, Jay- And then you could just, yeah. like, sand it Sharpen. down to a point like you did, like, on Capri Sun straws. Happy days. You literally have a big old Capri Sun. <laughs> Jason, Jason Momoa would love you for it. Jump. <laughs> I don't... Ross, do you feel like this has got away from you? Similar to this? Just slightly. I... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Vampire. Vampire. <clears throat> Would you recommend at its current price point? Yeah, I mean, if you've got a Game Pass, yeah, you pick it up for whatever you pay per month for that, and it's, it's definitely worth it for that. It's is this good... on PC Game Pass as well, or is it Xbox only? Good question. Is it a good question you can hey. answer? 
No. <laughs> no, that shrug indicates that no, you cannot <laughs> answer that question. Uh, uh, probably Xbox only because it is not a Microsoft title. It's out for it is out on it says Windows, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. So possibly, but most likely not, no. It's really difficult to tell. Like using the Microsoft Store and using the Game Pass um like interface, mm. it's so difficult to tell which games are available for the Xbox or the PC. Yeah, the they Pass. need to sort that and out, don't they? There is no way of doing it. Like, what I want to be able to do is just on PC go, show me the games that I can get on the Game Pass. Yeah, sort and, by Game and Pass. I can download them. You can't do that. If it's a Microsoft published title, then you will be able to get it on the PC Game Pass. Mm. Right, okay. There are a few that aren't, though, and it, it just gets, it's really annoying. Like it's annoyingly what? confusing. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Ones that he wanted so bad. It's State of Decay on Microsoft. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, you've proven yourself right, and I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire is okay, good, worth playing. How, do you how many Caprizons have ten? <laughs> how many um, Caprizons? Six and a half. You always lose a bit. Okay, when you that's not that great. Okay. That's not that great. That's only for four hours of play so far. Okay, so you're, you're quite demanding. You, how much is it if you don't have the Game Pass? God, you're full of questions, aren't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me find the game website and I'll have a look. For, for those of you who can't see the video component of this podcast, I just did an exasperated head wobble thing and then lifted my arms in the air. On Steam, it's forty four ninety nine. So yeah, don't. Jesus, pay that. fuck, holding bollocks! I'm not paying that. Just get the game not for six and a half out of ten. <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah. Rich feels very strongly about money. I'll get the Game Pass and an Xbox (laughs) I'll buy an Xbox before I pay that for the fucking game right okay (sighs) it's it's about $40 on the Xbox store okay well not paying that either dollars or pounds it's not happening okay are we done with Vampire is there anything in particular that you want to say about the game or the game play or the play style or something that really bumped out at you about it or is it just a reasonably solid six and a half it's just pretty solid so far. It's giving me yeah, slight Mass Effect, Mass Effect vibes, but obviously not in space. Obviously in London in the in the war. But what can what more can you ask for? Yeah, else happy space. Werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, might make, he might make <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Lewis, you need to talk about a thing that you have played that's exciting and amazing. Right, I played a couple of things. They're not new. Um, I played the Borderlands Game of the Year edition. That's new. It's Borderlands. <laughs> okay, that's not new. Um, <laughs> well, no, it's not. Um, again, we got this from 2K. Um, it plays like Borderlands. It looks a lot nicer. Um, they have improved or added some quality of life to it. So there's a mini-map on screen. Um, there's some other bits and pieces. I think I streamed a bit of this as well. Um, but yes, it's typical Borderlands. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, Lemmings. Mobile game, quickly. <laughs> yes! Okay. So I will rescind this. Lemmings <laughs> on the mobile. Uh, that came out two, three months ago. I'm not sure yep. if I've actually spoken about it. but um, it... I think we did, but I can't remember how many podcasts we've lost since then. So, not your, your boots. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's excellent. It's really well adapted. Uh, the only downside is the ads are very, very intrusive. Right, okay. Can you pay for it to get rid of the ads? You can... That fucking annoys me! So That's you, so annoying! Hate that. You can pay for... Um, you can pay for, like, a two-hour block of no ads and unlimited energy. 
Um, but that's that's it. I was like way in there, and now I've slowly retreated. It's it's good, and like you you can unlock more energy as you go along, and there is a timer for energy unlocks. But um, it it plays really nicely. Um, it's a good kind of homage to the original lemmings games but um okay yeah it's good to just play on the train yeah good right okay so mobile games and uh, right just quickly talking about advertisements in mobile games that needs to stop my kids play mobile games and the ads nowadays are so fucking intrusive it's unbelievable they play a game finish a level and it comes up with like a 45 second advertisement video that they have to watch to be able to continue playing the game. Yeah, the amount of times what? Molly says to me, Daddy, what's this? Because she's in the App Store. Because she's tried to get off the advert and clicked on it. And it's taken us to the App Store yeah, to And buy ended it. up on the App Store to yeah. go and download it. Yeah. This is why the Kindle uh, Kids Mode thing is so amazing. Yeah, Kindle yeah. It's got a Kindle and you pay for the Kids Mode thing. It's brilliant. They get access to all the games. You don't have to pay for them. They've just got a kids-friendly App Store that they can download. None of the games you've got to pay for. All of them are completely advert-free. And they're all age appropriate. Yeah. It is it's really good. the best thing I, about the Kindle infrastructure. Yeah, I did not know. That. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's really so good. good. Like the 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 family and oh God, I'm going into like gaming dad mode quickly. Well, no, because it's important because there's been studies done on advertisements <coughs> and how kids react to it. Um, and there's some yeah. really, there's really intre- interesting um, psychological experiments that have been done. So, and they're really bad for kids. They're really bad for us. But here's. Yeah. Here's the thing that pisses me off, majorly pisses me off. Being the the, the, the hopefully good dad that I am, um, um, I have gone through the fucking pain and effort of every single device that my kids have got has got like the Google family mode on it or the Microsoft family mode, sometimes both. Um, and the the Amazon, the Kindle kids mode and all this kind of stuff. And it's all centrally managed from central accounts and all the rest of it. The Amazon one works beautifully. You have to pay for it monthly, but it works beautifully. Yeah. They all get their own account. Every Amazon device that you've got in your house, <laughs> any kid can log on to it and they go onto their own profile and they can download their own games and it's all free. There's no advertisements. It's all great. You can completely lock it down or you can allow other games onto the platform and stuff that, that isn't normally available to them, but you've got to do that yourself. Great. The Google one allows you to approve certain games for them. So let's say they go to the App Store and they say, I want to download this game. They have to request it, and it sends it to the Google platform, and you have to allow or deny. And that's great. It tells you what like the age certification of the game is, and you can choose to allow them to have it or not. Yeah. The advertisements in those applications are not limited to the same age range as the application is advertised at. So if you allow them to download a game that is like advertised at Peggy 8 or ESRB 8 or whatever it is, there will be adverts that get shown in between the game that are not appropriate for that age range at all. And it fucking pisses me off. Why have the age range in the first place if you're going to expose the kids to content that is not fucking appropriate? So I've had to go through and manually delete a shitload of games that have got these intrusive adverts in them. They need to have a chat to the marketing department then because you need to be able to have a look at your uh, age range of users and, you know, split it in some way because it's, 
if you're not going to do that and you're not going to separate your advertisements based on age, it's like, hey, kids, want to try some alcohol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Go ahead. And like TikTok, Sarah's just said in the chat, TikTok. So Sarah's, uh, Sarah's daughter has been exposed to this application, TikTok. It's, uh, it's like this app that allows kids to make like stop motion videos of themselves and like split videos of themselves oh, and all the rest of it. Like um, Vine. Kind of, yeah. It's but it, it, it's specifically targeted at uh, nine-year-old girls and tries to make them look like they're at least fifteen. It is fucking. So it's got all the filters on it and all the rest of it. This application is the the, the the end user license agreement. When you go to launch it, says that you have to be in certain territory territories. You have to be thirteen. In other territories, you have to be sixteen to to sign up for an account with this game. There's no age verification checks. Yeah, like so it just says you need to be, but doesn't actually check to see if you are. But the adverts in games that are ESRB 8 show TikTok. Even though you have to be at least 13 to be able to use it. So then you've got all kids going, oh, but I want to use it, I want to use it. And you're there going, no, fuck you. You're going to be the only one of your friends that doesn't use this application. And I am that dad. Because <laughs> I am a sensible I will parent. be that dad. Yeah, um, yeah it is. <sighs> anyway. Sorry. Vaccinating kids. Angry ramp mode. <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly... Um, the out of all of the applications, being a, tech, a techie dad, out of all the applications, out of um, Amazon, Amazon's ecosystem, out of Google's ecosystem, out of Microsoft's ecosystem, all of which have got family modes that allow you to regulate what your kids can and can't see on the various devices that they've got. I can say without a shadow of the doubt that it's it's easier to not have kids. Get a <laughs> or a cat. That's that's my advice. <coughs> yeah, or a, or a cat. Vaccinate kids as well, yeah. Don't have them, but if you do have them, make sure you vaccinate them. And then just don't get them any devices. That's the easiest thing to do. Right. Game talk. Gamey. That was kind of game talk, but more game talk. Yeah. L, have you got game talk to game talk about? Well, you asked for a weird game, and... I don't know if I specifically <laughs> asked for a weird game. I you feel like I possibly game. shamed you more than I should have done about the previous non-weird game. And perhaps a mobile game. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Simulacra is something that I Egg played face. on mobile. It okay. is a horror game. Um, it's like a uh, like a realistic. Oh, I've just gotten hold of someone's phone because they've left it on my doorstep. Um, so you go through the process of like unlocking it and then. Um, basically slowly but surely uncovering this person's background and history and how they've gone missing and what has happened to them um and battling the dark entity that now resides within the phone <laughs> uh, um that took a fucking turn jesus it's amazing i just clicked um, off of the stream window and that completely scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> um it's it I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. Some of the acting in it is real bad. Uh, what game is like, this? Uh, it's called Simulacra. S I M U L. Let's have a look. Uh, Simulacra. Yeah, 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 there you go. Found phone horror mystery by Kaigen Games. Oh, you. Um, it costs. <laughs> Four pounds and twenty nine of our uh, UK uh, well, money. Um, hang on, it it costs that much, right? So it's a a game where Peggy you 16. play like you're hacking into someone's phone. Well, no, would that it's... not work better on a mobile device? Well, it is on. It is on a mobile device. Oh, is it? 
It's also on Steam. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. It actually... is also on Steam. Oh right. Oh right. Think... Okay. It didn't actually say that it was. So it doesn't say on the website that it's on. Okay. Um. No. You you can play it on uh on your phone. Um. Uh. It has reference to Bob Ross in it. Uh. And I'm all for a game that can reference Bob Ross. Amazing. Um. It's quite dark. Uh. It is rather bizarre. Um. Yeah. Oh my it? god, I'm looking at the trailer of this game right now and I have to play it. What the fuck? It's it's the videos where she's like recording her daily vlogs and she's like, Oh my oh god, my don't come god. look for me. And this I'm like, is yeah, a really right, cool bitch, idea. Yeah. This is like an interactive Blair Witch project. Yeah, basically. This is cool. Years and years and years ago, I played a game called Phantasmagora. Um, which was like a point-and-click adventure game, but it was it, it, because graphics were shit at the time. It had real actors doing oh, all yeah. stuff, yeah. And you would find lots of video footage that people had left behind, and it would play a video, and you had to work out what was going on from the video or, or make certain decisions based on the video. This looks like oh, that. Yeah. It looks really cool. Point-and-click horror adventure video game. That's cool. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it's all right. <laughs> okay if you like creepy pasta want... and you want to play yeah, a game yeah, at yeah. 3am when you're travelling with work and you're like yeah let's go I don't want to sleep tonight <laughs> it looks kind of cool I, do you know what I kind of want to play it for two reasons one because it looks really unique and I've never seen anything like this like playing it on a PC might be kind of rubbish but playing it on a phone looks like it'd be kind of cool there's a yeah. uh, there's another one as well by the same company called uh, Pipe Dreams, and it's free. Well, it's free on iOS anyway. Okay. okay. Yeah, Simulacra Pipe Dreams. Yeah. I'll have a look at that. That's pretty. Okay. Cool. Um, that entertained me for a while. I'm, it's it's been a while now since I've played it, but it must have entertained me for at least an hour or two. Okay. Right. You've you've won your weird points back. <laughs> you've got congratulations. Crazy woman. I feel like you should have some kind of badge or something. <laughs> that's like not necessarily weird, but it's cool. That's, that's... The more you know, welcome to the Eldritch L show. <laughs> like, gotta be honest, a lot of the games that you that you talk about, I'm like... <laughs> you say that, but I've introduced you some t- to some crackers. You have introduced me, but like, it is a very scattershot approach. And I have, I have filtered. <laughs> I play the games so you don't have to. I date that is very true. So you don't In have fact, to. I feel like that's almost this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we played this, and it was kind of balls. Well, and then we also played this. Yeah, but I mean, that's good, because then you're not wasting your money on things that you that are shit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Uh, Sarah's asked, it's not scary, or no, it's not like Orwell. It's, no, it's not it's, like Orwell. It's creepy. Would not recommend creepy for children. Pasta. Would not recommend for children. Do not <laughs> give this to your kids. <laughs> oh my god, no. not included in Amazon Fire for kids. Um, Bram's asked if, we, if any of us remember Majestic. I do, because I've been listening back to the early podcasts, game. and he mentioned that on episode four, I think it was. Mm. What? <laughs> was created by Neil Young. Oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. Oh, That's a musician, and I'm almost 100% certain that we would have had that conversation five, six years ago. Is he the guy that had crocodile boots, or is that somebody else? It's no, Jimmy that, Nail, wasn't it? That's Jimmy Nail. Oh, was it? <laughs> crocodile boots. I feel like maybe he could have had crocodile boots. I mean, it's not a style that's limited <laughs> specifically to to certain demographics. That is far right. too young for Jimmy Nail and crocodile shoes. Crocodile right? Can I do. please speak about a game? Yeah, go if on. you must. Right, this is the last <laughs> game I'm going to speak about on the podcast. Yeah, it's not too fucking whelmed. Um, right. I played a game. I, right, so if I haven't spoken about this on a podcast, I'm going to speak about it now. I went to EGX Res. I thought I'd spoken about this on a podcast, but evidently I, I either haven't or we lost the podcast. I went to EGX Res a few weeks ago. It was okay. Um, a lot of people there were very excited and enthused to be there. It was okay. <laughs> um, a lot in large part. And look, do you know what? Again, How was it, we Rich? do these things so you, it was okay, <laughs> Lewis. Do you know it was? It was okay. We do these things in large part, so you either don't have to, or you can, or you might want to, or you. And we're just like regular people, right? Well, in the main, we're we're. I mean, we were born the same as everybody else, and uh, and then thirty five years passed, and this is what you got. <laughs> <laughs> so, the the problem with EGX Resdis compared to EGX, in my opinion, is the EGX is very open. It's big and open plan. It's a massive area, and there is a vibe that you can carry from one area to the next. You've got a, Microsoft, uh, a massive Microsoft-like stage with an MC shouting and getting everybody excited next to a Nintendo stage that's got a couple of other MCs throwing merch around and getting people excited. You've got queues next to all of those things, and those people in those queues can watch the other content that's going on around the place and see what's happening, talk to people that are going past, see cosplayers that are walking around. There is a vibe that carries around the entire place. And no matter what you're doing or where you're going you can keep that momentum and keep that feeling going with you wherever you go Rezd, the venue that they used for EGX Rezd this year and I believe they've used it for several years previous as well is fucking bizarre <laughs> it's this place called shit, what was it called? Um, tobacco. 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 tobacco Tobacco Dock that's the fella, right? and it's like this old shipyard in London that is just literally made up of what I can only describe as barrel sellers, multiple barrel sellers across the entire like area, entire place. Everything in this place is split up into different rooms. There must be like twenty different rooms. Mm-hmm. A couple of them are big, yeah, that you've got like you know fifteen, sixteen different games in there. But a lot of them are a lot, lot smaller, and they'll be like Ubisoft will be in one and just Ubisoft games will be in there and then something else will be in another and you literally you've got noise and sound and excitement and things happening in that particular vendor's area and then you walk out of there and nothing it's dead just corridors just emptiness no noise no excitement no vibe and then you just walk listlessly and silently (laughs) to the next area 
and walking and and looking there. Oh, okay. And now I've got a disconnected experience, and I've got no conti- yeah. I've got no continuity of, of of experience throughout the entire place. So that's that's one problem. The other problem is that there were so many games there that were exactly the same as other games that were in other sections, but you had no idea that they were there. So you had, like, an AMD section that had a couple of games in there, and then a completely different section that had exactly the same games, and then another section that had exactly the same games again. And I'm like, why the fuck am I walking between all these sections? Because somebody just told me one to go to, and I'd just sit there for fucking half an hour and then leave. There were a lot of great things there, but the whole thing felt so fucking disconnected and poorly designed and poorly put together. And on top of that, on top of that, if I'm in fucking rant mode, there was one place to buy food. One place oh, wow. to buy food. Did they do burgers? And it, was, it was fucking trendy pizza. Uh. It was trendy pizza, L. It wasn't regular pizza. It was flatbread. Oh, what? It was what? fucking flatbread. That's what not the pizza. Dick? No, <laughs> so, it was like 20 quid flatbread. So there is a <laughs> McDonald's, which is... Yeah, I went there. That's where I went. <laughs> about a five minute walk away. Yeah, that's um, where I went. And then if you keep walking, I'm pretty sure there's a barbecue place called Bodine's, which is just okay. up the road as well. Um, I didn't go there. I, like I didn't Bodine's. go there. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> as a venue, I felt Tobacco Dock extraordinarily lacking. Yeah. I didn't think it did anything for the show at all. I thought the, the stands exact, were great. exact same thing when I went. Good. The stands were great. The show, you know, the show was put on pretty well by all of the vendors and all of the people that were there. There was nothing particularly wrong with that. It it was just so you the, had to rehype yourself up for every single bit that the you went to. Layout of the building, it's the wrong building. I got lost twice. I got like full on lost because it's like there's two sections that look exactly the same. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll go down to the AMD stand, and I went downstairs, and there's a Nintendo booth, and I'm Me like, you know, laughing about the same thing. The, f- <laughs> the fuck did they pick up? A- no, I got back. I went on the train, and I was fine, all by myself. I Were grown. you? I was fine. I was yeah. fine. I had to ask somebody at one point. Where I to go. But in the main, I was absolutely <laughs> fine. I've got Google on my phone now. Everything's good. Right, so anyway, look, that's not necessarily the thing that I wanted to talk about, but from somebody who loves EGX, I that's, genuinely love EGX, Sorry, I'm not so sure... That's not something I necessarily wanted to talk about, Well, I did. but you've just I spent wanted... ten minutes talking about it. <laughs> I mean, you've met me before, right? <coughs> <laughs> We're yes, podcasting. I feel like, yes, unfortunately. I, I feel like there's like selective amnesia going on here about the, way, the amount that I talk. Um, I, so I'm prepared. That was the thing... Oh, prepare yourself, Al. That was one thing I want to talk about, about EGX Express. There was a couple of games there, and there's some recommendations that I have. But there is one game that got me there, that absolutely got me there. And it's a game that I'm definitely going to be getting, and I'm going to be playing the shit out of it. Um, and it's called My Friend Pedro. And it's not a porn game. Not the section that I played, anyway. Before. Right. So, my friend, my friend Pedro. I'll give you guys a moment to look this up. Right, it's not okay. right. So there is an old Flash game. There is an old, apparently, an old browser-based Flash game called My Friend Pedro, and it's not that. If you've got, <gasps> if you find is it a, the banana, if it's the, if you've got to the banana, you're at the right one. It's not a porn game. Holy it's not a porn shit! Game. Yeah. So, a, a, a violent ballet about friendship. <laughs> right. So if if anybody. So I'm going to copy and paste the into the into the Facebook stream chat right now. I'm just oh going to put the YouTube 
the YouTube trailer for this thing in here, right? This this game plays like the development studio that made it wanted the Deadpool license. They wanted a license to make a Deadpool game, and they either couldn't afford it or couldn't get it, and they decided that they just went ahead and made something. It, this game has got Deadpool written all over it. If they got a license to put the Deadpool character in this game, it would fit so perfectly, it would be unbelievable. Um this game was available to play both on pad and on mouse and keyboard. Now, it was a bit chunkier to play on mouse and keyboard, but if you got used to it, it was so much more impressive. I found it quite difficult to play with a pad. But essentially, this is a side-scrolling uh, shoot-em-up, which heavily involves bullet time and flips and acrobatics and crazy swinging around on ropes and shooting people. It's like a nuts version of The Matrix, if, if The Matrix was a side-scrolling shoot-em-up. You can, like chop people's heads off and then kick the severed head at somebody else in slow-mo time to kill them backflip over tables there was a game many years ago that we streamed called the showdown effect and it is very similar stylistically to that but it is so satisfying to play you can do things like kick a frying pan up into the air and then in slow-mo shoot the frying pan which redirects the bullets at the guys that you're trying to shoot it's just ridiculous over the top stupid fun and if you can get the hang of it it is so satisfying so so satisfying to play and this is the game where people this was at the devolver digital stand um and this is the game that people were just stood there watching going what the fuck this looks so cool and it looks amazing to watch it's even cooler to play if you can get the hang of it it is so good that that was my takeaway of the show and I have to get that game. Cool. Coming out on Switch and Windows. Definitely. I'd love to play this on Switch. It'd be so amazing. Right. That's it. That's me done. Are we happy? Because I felt like I've spoken a lot. No, I think that's good. I feel like yeah. I've got all my yap yaps good, out. Good solid long podcast. No, that's, that's... Good solid long podcast. <laughs> it's a regular length. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Right then. <laughs> We had the L loves it. What I just love? I was watching situation? the video and I was like, just in general. <laughs> there was a face thing going on. I, I was probably okay. making faces. Right, we've had people talking to us in the Facebook chat while we've been speaking about all of this stuff. If you've got any opinions, if you're listening to this later than the live podcast, then that's brilliant. Keep doing that, but at the same time, talk to us about it. Tell us what you thought. If you thought that any of the games that I've said were shit were amazing, brilliant. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell me off. Come on to come on to Twitter or Facebook or whatever your fucking aggressive poison of choice is and, and let us know what your opinions are about the games that we've spoken about or if there's anything else. Or if you've been to EGX Res and loved it and think it's fantastic, tell us about that too. I have a question Elle, you're for waving the people. Your hand. Yeah, you I know, because I, I raised my hand. I purchased the most ridiculous games and I know the Jurassic Park game where you build a park and you manage the dinosaurs got absolutely slated and bombed. But did it? Right, yeah, didn't you like, buy that? In the in the beginning, yeah. Not in the end, no, it's too expensive. Um I, I've got a hankering for it. I keep thinking about it. Um I keep wanting to Whoo There's been some some banter in the chat. Uh, Sarah <laughs> thinks Rich talks too much. But no. the important question is, shall I spend a ridiculous amount of money and manage some dinosaurs? Okay, no, all right. Still too Ross, Ross is shaking his head. I feel like we can answer this within the podcast. Don't answer it, Ross. It's supposed to be a community question. It's for the people. Oh, okay. It's, for the, it's people. for the people. We'll put Ross. a poll out for it's it. It's not for you. It's not for you. <laughs> we'll po- stick a poll, put a poll out. 
about stick stick a poll up about whether L should dinosaur. Okay. Yes. Right, we're done. I've spoken too much. Lewis has definitely spoken too much. That is going to be the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Ready Player Two, episode 91. We're going to be back at some indeterminate amount of time. Uh, we may or may not publish this podcast <laughs> as an actual podcast. We might lose it. But hopefully, <coughs> it's all going to come out within the next few days and everybody will be able to stick it right up their ear holes. Thank you again. My name is Rich. You can find me on Twitter at Zebwen. That's Z-E-B-W-E-N. You can find all of us on Twitter at ReadyP2. You can find us at ReadyPlayer2. That's T-W-O.co.uk. You can find us on Acast. But the best thing to do is to go to Twitter, find us at ReadyP2. You can see all of the links for all of the cool places that we um, exist on. Uh, on the pinned tweet at the top of our Twitter profile. If you enjoyed this podcast, and if you like what we're doing, and the live streams that we're doing, and the games that we're playing, and everything else that we're doing and talking about, then have a think about giving us a coffee. Is that right, Lewis? Mm-hmm. Coffee? Yeah. Um, and the link to that is going to be... Is that at the, in the pinned tweet as well? Yeah, so it's uh, ko-fi.com forward slash readyp2. And you can buy us a coffee, and that can help go towards things like hosting fees and other things for keeping the website and everything else up and running. Ross, where can people find you? Uh, At Rossbell1984 on Twitter. Thank you. Lewis, where can people find you? Uh, At Louis underscore Kong. And L, where can people find you? In the darkest shadows of their dreams. (laughs) Or on Twitter (laughs) as Keeping IRL. I feel like the Twitter thing is preferable, if I'm being honest. I went way higher there than I intended to, but it's happened now. Okay, that's us. This is Ready Player Two, episode 91. Thank you very much for watching, listening, commenting, engaging, and otherwise making us feel good and stroking our egos. We will be back very shortly with another podcast. Good night. Stroke my ego. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.